Hello, hello. You're listening to Power Banking, the podcast for women who work in male-dominated industries. And I am your host, best-selling author and founder of Zero Gap, Jacqueline Twilly. Let's dig into today's episode. Happy Monday to you all. For those of you who are listening to this as it's released, if you're listening to it a little bit later, I hope you're having a great day. So it has finally stopped raining in Dallas, Texas. We had over a week of just all day rain, gray skies, and I have to say I was glad the sun came out today and it was a little hot. As we move into a new week, I am going through your questions and I saw a question that just stood out to me. So I had to make sure that it was one of the first questions I answered this week. If you're new to the podcast, welcome to the Power Banking community. I invite you to continue the conversation with us by heading over to Facebook and joining our Power Banking Facebook group. All right, so today's question, y'all, I can relate to all too well. The subject line was, get out of my face. So, of course, uh, a subject line like that just grabbed my attention. I'm going to summarize the message from Danielle. Danielle says, this week she got to work. It was early in the morning. One of her coworkers approached her and said, you have not gotten me that document. Where's this document? I need it right now. And so she says she was totally caught off guard that she, Danielle, automatically went into defense mode with her colleague saying, I send it to you. Give me a moment. Let me get to my desk. I'll forward the email back to you. And her coworker was still like literally up in her face to the point where other people who were walking in the building came around and was just like, hey, good morning, what's going on? So Danielle wants to know, in the moment I felt attacked, my other colleagues thought that I'm not doing my job because the <laughs> the loud, quote unquote, loud mouth person just completely embarrassed me and made me feel like I wasn't on top of my game. At the end of the day, I forwarded the forwarded the email to her she got it she never apologized and I feel some type of way what should I do Danielle I can relate totally so first things first I'm glad you wrote to us instead of reacting in the moment this could have went a couple of ways it could have went sideways real quick And you just decided to, I think, handle it in the best manner for the moment. If you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you know that I often say, put the facts over your feelings. And when you're emotional, don't make any decisions. So kudos to you for that. Now, how do you talk to this colleague so that this doesn't happen again? And one, you need to like get it off your chest so that you can move on. So hopefully you writing me helped you get it off your chest a little bit. Now I'm going to give you three steps to help you move forward. One, I would touch base with the colleague face to face and just share with her, you know, I know that you're just as passionate about your work 
as I am. And the other day when you approached me as I was coming in, it caught me off guard. I sent you the document. I think you can tell from me forwarding it to you that you already had it in your inbox. I want to prevent another situation like that from happening again. I kind of felt ambushed and I didn't like that. So that's talking to her directly. Based on what you share with me, that colleague may not receive that. So here's option B. Option B is to send a follow-up email to the one that you forwarded to her and say, I'm looping back to make sure that this is resolved. Also, would love to discuss how we can prevent what happened the other morning when I walked in the door from happening again. And leave it at that. See what her response is. Now, depending on your relationship with this colleague and if this happens often, the third option You may need to go to your supervisor, express what happened, provide the documentation, the facts, but you don't want to come off as petty. So if you're going to talk to your supervisor about this, I'd consider a couple of things. One, is this the first time that this has happened? And if it is, then maybe you can just handle it one-on-one. But if this continues to happen or it's happened multiple times, maybe you can ask your supervisor for best practices to prevent this from happening going forward. Now, you don't want to come off as petty, as I said before. So with that, I would come to the table with some solutions. Don't just bring a problem to your supervisor and sit it on their desk. Actually have one or two options. Hey, in the future, I think we can do this or two, we can do that. Now, I assume that you're listening to this and you are a aspiring leader if you're not already in a leadership position, Danielle. So being a leader means you're going to have to deal with these uncomfortable conversations and face them head on. So while the third option is talking to your supervisor, I prefer that you handle this in the first or second option because you're going to have to build this leadership skill. Now, you don't want this to turn into a bunch of drama. So I wouldn't catch the person off guard. I would probably schedule a lunch if I'm going to talk to them face to face or a coffee meeting, something that's informal, that's not going to have uh, cause a scene or create more drama. If you're going to send the email, I would definitely check the tone of the email and make sure that you're addressing it as, hey, I don't want this to happen again. We both have a goal of working together to achieve the larger company goals. So let's do that in the most efficient manner. So Danielle, again, I want to commend you for not going off in the moment because I probably would have felt some type of way being uh, greeted at the door at work with that type of comment and also not even receiving an acknowledgement that that person was wrong and you had actually sent that information. So moving forward, things that I'd suggest that you do, if your company uses Microsoft Outlook for emails, put a red receipt on it. Um, Red receipts really help you stay on top of things and You can, if you notice that someone has received critical information to their inbox, but it hasn't been read, it can help you to go ahead for that that email back to that person as a reminder. Now, if you're sending long emails, you and I both know people do not read emails. 
Try being creative. Send a voice note attached to an email or maybe even a short video, uh, depending on your company's email and communication policies. What I mean by a video is you can flip on your webcam right on your company laptop, record a quick message, maybe 40 seconds or less, attach that to the email, send it over, wham, bam, people will watch a 40 second video before they will read 40 seconds of an email. It is unfortunate, but it is true. And at the end of the day, you want to be as effective as possible. So that's just something you can do to get creative and prevent uh, any of these situations from happening again. But because we know people are not really reading, uh, one, putting put the red receipt on. If you notice they haven't read it, resend it, and also get creative with the type of messages that you send within your company's communication policy. So Danielle, thanks for the question today. I appreciate it. Stay strong, stay positive, and keep keeping your cool. All right, y'all, if you have a question that you'd like me to answer, hop over to the Power Banking Facebook group, drop your question, or you can send it to me on the DM. I check all the DMs and I will respond to you. Until next time, keep emulating excellence and eliminating excuses.